What's up all you motorcycle enthusiasts? Welcome to another episode of the V-Twin Life where we talk motorcycles powered by those V-Twins and what fuels our passion about it and why we enjoy it so much. I'm also proud to announce that this episode of the V-Twin Life is sponsored by that Northwest brand, Crash Ink Clothing. You can find them on the World Wide Web at CrashInClothing.com and on Instagram at Crash underscore Inc. By the way, if you're down that Tigered Oregon area, you can now swing on into Paradise Harley-Davidson and pick up some Crash Ink gear now. So if you're like me and you don't want to wait on that shipping because, well, you just want to wear it now, well, you can. Swing on into Paradise Harley-Davidson and get some. And if you're thinking about logging into that Crash In Clothing website and getting some gear, stay tuned for another announcement in this podcast. So, now let's sit back, relax, dive on this episode. We twist the throttle and grab some gears. Let's roll into this. Today, we got Craig Johnson, the co-founder and CEO of Wild Ass Seats, designed for motorcycles but used by everyone, wanting to use them and sit anywhere pain-free for hours. What's going on, Craig? Not too much, Denver. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I know we've been trying to connect for a while here, but we're uh, currently headed back home navigating Nashville traffic as we speak. So if you get a bunch of background noise, I apologize now. If it's a big smash, then everybody gets to hear it. <laughs> yeah, so you're uh, heading back from Biketober, is that correct? We are. Uh, it seems like it's been about a month ago, but uh, yeah, we're headed back. So how'd that go? The event was great. Uh, crowd was light a little bit. You know, everybody's still a little bit spooked by the whole uh, scamdemic. And, yeah. and then leading up to the event, the city of Daytona, where, you know, everybody thinks bike week is which i guess a, a big chunk of it is so not to take anything away from that but they said we're not going to have bike week and they pulled all of the permits so every everybody that sets up at the speedway could not set up the vendors on main street daytona could not set up but we actually set up at a place called destination daytona just outside of ross myers harley on 95 up in ormond beach so that didn't affect us at all nice yeah, so it was cool. Yeah, one of these days, you know, Daytona's on, it's on my radar sometime just to hit it, just to try to experience that one one time. It'd be, it'd be fun. Have you looked at a map? Is that the farthest one away from you that you can go to? Because you're yeah. way up in the Pacific Northwest, are you? Yeah, that's pretty much crossing the whole country diagonally for me. I think you could make it. Oh, I think I could. Is that one the only, it'd be a little iffy being it's, that one's early in the year with a, few mountains you probably have to head through california and you got one pass really to contend with for weather wise and then i think it'd be best to just head along the gulf coast and pray for some yeah. halfway decent weather and head to florida absolutely there's always a way always a way denver you can hey this it. is true <laughs> i've thought about it trust me it'll happen one of these days Time of year, the spring rally would be really tough for you because of the mountains, and that may be tough all the way into SoCal. I'm not real sure what the mountains are like there. If they're not on fire, I don't know if they ever get snow that stays there. Yeah, the only one is really, what is it, Klamath, just outside on the Oregon-California border. The Siskiyous, that's what they are. That one is always a questionable one. It gets pounded pretty good. Well, then it should be easy. Just run the coast down and... The count or the the country border across, and you got it. Yeah, knock the other ride that I always wanted to hit that Pacific Coast Highway and just freaking cruise. You've ridden some of that. 
Um, I've ridden a little, some pieces of it through Washington, Oregon. I haven't ventured into the, oh, the California side yet. It, it's on my okay. plan one of these days. Yep. Do it. Yeah. So what's your ride of choice when you're not, uh, you know, selling seats and wanting to get on your bike? Well, I, uh, it depends if I'm riding solo or two up. I am, uh, I have a Harley. I have a, a 2001 Road King. If you've seen, if you followed my, I think you follow my Instagram account. You probably see that. Oh, yeah. I had that uh, done up for me by a friend of mine uh, in Mitchell, South Dakota, who, you know, a, a, a friend of mine, Brian Clark, designed it. And then another buddy, um, Liquid Designs, Todd, he painted it. So I had that done this summer. So, yeah, riding two up, that's the bike of choice for sure. It's it's really comfortable. It's heavy. Does, does a nice job. I'm a, I'm a perfect candidate for a Harley guy for a riding a Harley because I'm an old motocross guy. I think you are too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you can relate to this comment. Um, the Harley is the perfect bike for me because it's not really fast. It doesn't handle very well, stops terribly. You know, there's really nothing you can do on it as a race guy. So you have to just learn to relax and enjoy it. Yeah. You just enjoy the road and, and just go for the best ride and have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. What do you ride? I ride an 04 Road Glide. Okay. Same same chassis, I think. Yeah, same chassis. They they came with, I don't know if you've upgraded, you know, yours, which you probably had the same twin cam 88 that came stock, if you still have the stock motor, I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, uh, it's got some magic, but it's stock. Yeah, same with mine. It's got a few goodies and about a stage two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yours is no. a Fuley, though. Yeah, mine's fuel injected, but yeah, I'm at a hundred one thousand miles on mine. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I'm at sixty, I believe. Nice. Yeah, I've had a good summer this year. I've been to Idaho twice, down to Eastern Oregon, over to Eastern Washington, and I've had some good rides. It's been a good summer for getting out. That's for sure. Yeah, not a lot else to do. There's not a lot going on. Our travels have been limited. So, yeah, I got more miles on on bikes this summer than I have in a long time. So, it's, yeah, it's been a good year. So what's your other toy if you're riding solo? Um, I actually have a Suzuki V-Strom 650. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's like a oh, pseudo yeah. wannabe adventure bike. I um, actually really was looking at a V-Strom 1100 a few years back or the 1000. Uh-huh. I like them, especially, you know, being the motor, that one came from the TL-1000. Those were impressive. I was always a fan of them. Yeah, they're cool. Um, when they brought I, those... I... Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I would say I, I like it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I got a deal on it and thought I'll just ride it for a little bit and sell it, but I think it's stuck in my garage. Yeah, I wouldn't mind one of those just for the adventure touring to get out. I mean, you're... You're not going to go broke like, say, you're going with the, the big BMW GS for your adventure touring. And, God, there's plenty of aftermarket for those V-Stroms, too. Mm-hmm. There is. Yeah, it's a great bike. It's a lot of fun. So, on the other side, you also do a lot of your wild-ass seats. Of course, that's your business, your way of life. It is. That is uh, it's actually why we're heading back from Daytona, heading back home. So why don't you give us a little rundown on your on the seat you guys do? So wild ass seats, you know, the we float you on a cushion of air. It's actually interconnected air cell technology. I used to work for the inventor of the technology 
and now his daughter rides on my cushion. So, um, you know, people hear of another company that I'll say one time, and that's Airhawk. And I was the face of that company for four and a half years. And everybody that was there that's a higher up that, you know, was part of that program um, when the company got sold off now rides on my stuff. Uh, just to give you a little idea of how well it works and the quality behind it. So we basically, we get rid of those two pressure points. So when you're sitting there, you know, you're familiar with the long rides, you get those two butt bones causing oh, yeah. pain. And uh, we, we eliminate that and we allow air to flow underneath you and keep you cool and dry. So you're not uh, distracted from the pain. You can just enjoy your ride. I might have to look into one of those here. Maybe it'd be a good Christmas present for myself. I, I think you're onto something. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> After that one cane a day I did in August, I think that might've been a nice, a nice piece to have when I did that run, especially in the heat. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great. We, it, in the heat, it's amazing how well they flow air. Uh, it's, you don't really realize it of course, until you're out moving and you get to, I call it the, the cold shadows. I don't know if you get those where you're at, but there's some, points where you'll be riding and then you'll get into a shaded area that you know maybe you're behind a mountain or a hill and it's 10 15 degrees cooler than when you went into the shade uh you actually will feel it change temperature underneath you that's how well they work dang yeah we get a lot of that here just i mean where i live i live at the base of the olympic mountains so whether you're heading down south going around the mountains you get a lot of those you know we like to call the microclimates basically where yeah the temperatures can change dramatically yeah, you would you'd notice it there. You would notice the airflow. So, no. oh no, go for it, man. I'm just no, going through my notes. Yeah, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> no, the the airflow is a big thing. You got to stay dry. Anybody that does long distance stuff, you know, once you start to get sweaty and you're sore, it it causes other issues, and we don't want those. We want to just keep you happy, keep you focused on the road, not on your feet. Yeah. Being comfortable is definitely a huge difference when when riding, especially you're going long distance or even just a couple hours. Having that comfort under your butt is a bonus. Yep, for sure. Even in the van. Got Callie in the passenger seat. I'm on the driver's seat. We're sitting on ours. Don't leave I, home without them. It's anywhere you sit. Actually, I saw that picture. You're worn out seat and you got the, the wild ass seat yeah, sitting in the van. Right. <laughs> Funny thing about that picture. That uh, we didn't make it 130 feet, and the and the van died, and we've spent the last three days in Ringgold, Georgia, with the van sitting in the. I just kept calling it exploratory surgery, trying to figure <laughs> out what was wrong with it. But he's running now, so we're headed north. Got the old heart pumping again in it, and on the road. Yep, it's exactly what it was too. The heart, the fuel pump, not pushing pushing the fuel into the. Up the engine, up into the engine, I should say. Yeah, without fuel, it's kind of hard to go anywhere. It is, yeah. At least in these gas vehicles. Yeah. So is this your big last rally you guys are doing for the for the fall, or you still got more going on to do in smaller events also? Well, it is now. They actually, the IMS, International Motorcycle Shows, I think they, we haven't come up by you in a few years with those, but. Uh, Seattle, I think, used to have one, but the IMS shows canceled all of their winter events. All of the indoor shows have been canceled, so uh, we should be in Long Beach next month, 
and then I think it's home for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then pretty much, I think it was Thanksgiving and then Long Beach. Then we were home for the holidays. And then it was, I think, what did we do last year? It was Denver, Dallas, Minneapolis, Chicago. So all of that stuff is has been canceled. Well, that sucks. I've been to the one a few times in, in Seattle. I think it's usually February-ish. That could be. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah over at the uh, Quest Event Center, I think they call it. Yeah. So, shoot, you're heading home in the snow, so you ain't going to have much time to get out and enjoy yourself on two wheels either. That, I think, is done. Um, yeah, they, they, uh, they got six inches of snow a couple days ago. And it's snowing right now. They got a couple inches so far today. We're hoping that it stops snowing tonight. So by the time we get home, the roads will be all cleared off. If they're not, they're not. Not a big deal. But it's just nice to drive on dry roads when you're coming back back into town. So um, you live up in the Great Lakes area, is that correct? So kind of. Um, the Great Lakes, if you look at Lake Superior's all the way on the left, it's kind of pointed at us. But we're a couple hours from the tip of Lake Superior. Brainerd, Minnesota. It's actually the center of the state, top to bottom, side to side. Okay. Yeah, I was just reading uh, Roadrunner Magazine. They had a big article about some of the loops and the great rides and scenery up in that area for motorcycle riding. They did? Yeah. Wonder, was any of it in Minnesota? Um, I think some of it was. I just picked up the issue. It's some limited edition collector's issue with the 10 best rides in North in the United States, North America. Huh. Okay. I'll have to, I'll have to get that. That's cool. See some cool scenery up in that area. It'd be a fun area to, to venture through and tour around and look at. It really is. It's a green, unlike anything else. That's the one thing that we hear all the time when people come up. Um, we're real fortunate. We live in vacation land. So, uh, the little area we live in is probably 40, 50,000 people um, from now through spring, but 200, 250,000 throughout the summer. Jeez. Like yeah, the influx. It's, yeah, it's all resorts, uh, vacation homes, and really nice, nice area. But one thing we always hear is I can't believe how green it is here. It's a different green than what you have up there, it's a brighter. I mean, it's not all the evergreen trees necessarily. Yeah. So you got any favorite areas that you really enjoy to go tour and travel around up there on your bike? Uh, by us, I have a number of different routes that I, I like to ride. I like to do, you know, there's, you know, the roads wouldn't make sense to listeners not from the area, but I know a lot of back roads when I got people coming up or friends coming to hang out. Well, typically I can say how long they want to ride one, two, three, four hours. And I have a loop that'll get us, Whichever distance, however much time you want to spend on your bike, there's some great riding up there. Um, favorite area for me to ride, personally, is the Black Hills. Out uh, out by Rapid City, Deadwood, you know, that whole Sturgis Black Hills area is awesome. If you haven't been there, you need to go. Yeah, I'm hoping to go either next year or the year after. It'd be fun. I'd like to do Laconia in 2023 for their 100th anniversary. I think that'd be cool to experience that one. Oh, there you go. That would be cool. I've never been to that rally. I haven't either. It's just one on my list. It'd be cool just to say, hey, you know, I went there, been there, done that. On your way there, uh, Americade is in Lake George, New York. It's usually the weekend before. Uh, 
starts, it's the week leading up to Laconia, actually, historically. So I would say on your way there, make sure you stop and hit that one. That's a real pretty area, too. Make sure your suspension's dialed in, though. The roads are pretty crappy up in upstate New York, at least around there. Yeah, that's on the list. Either I'd lo- I'd love to get a set of some Legends Revo A's on the rear. That would be nice. Yeah, it's crazy. As a moto guy, you understand the the importance of suspension. Oh, absolutely. That is very true. So, you ever got into much of the uh, long distance riding or any more extreme, say, you know, iron butts, any of that stuff? You know, I've never done the thousand mile day. Um, I've done, you know, a number of six, seven, eight, nine hundred mile days. Not a huge number of nine hundreds. I've done three or four eights, a bunch of sevens and sixes, but not, I've never done the thousand. And I think it's just, I've never made it a point to do it. You know, usually we're, when I would take off, it'd be headed to an event or something like that. And if you're living in Brainerd, Minnesota and working out of Brainerd, Minnesota, everything's, you know, just about a thousand miles away. But I've just never, never done it. I need to though. It is fun. I will say that I've, Always want to do it, and then finally I pushed myself in August and did the ride one k in a day, which I, I really liked his format, and it was a lot of fun. What was it? Tell me about that. You're saying his format, so I'm ta- I'm assuming you're talking about the Instagram one k in a day. Yeah, ride one k in a day. Basically, with his, I mean, it's I think it's a little more user friendly than the you know actual Iron Butt, but that's just me. With his, you know, you get to your your gas station. Yeah. When you, your first fuel up, when you get your receipt, that starts your clock. Yeah. And basically, you know, you, you, I mapped out a map route. Uh, shoot, can't even talk. I mapped out my route on Google Maps on the laptop because it'll track total mileage. And then I had sent my route to my phone. And so when you submit all your paperwork, you can send that link in there with it on his website. There's a link to send in your map. And then what you do is every gas stop, you know, take a picture of your receipt next to your odometer. And, you know, you do that for all your gas stops. And, you know, he asks, you send in five or six photos of your ride, your map, a little description of what you did. And then you send it to him. Then he certifies it and sends you back a certificate. And what's really cool with the pictures you send in somehow, I don't know if he takes a picture of it, but he sends you a Polaroid picture of your ride, you know, of a picture you send in on your ride. And you get your patches, some stickers. And your certificate, you know, explains what you did and your route and how much the exact time and miles you rode. And it was actually, it was a lot of fun. So I have a question then on that Google map thing, because I've tried plotting out a route on the map, on Google maps. And when you send it to your phone, it will not send the changes. You know, on the, on the laptop, you can pick your destination, you can add points like drop them on the route to change your route mm-hmm. but then when i send it to my phone it always sends me the shortest routes mine didn't change mine actually stayed the same because huh. i'd went from port angeles washington i rode to missoula montana yeah then i went up over lolo pass in western montana into idaho and down to garden city just outside of boise and then loop loop through back to through Boise to Kuna, which is just outside Meridian, which my final gas stop was uh, 
Albertson's fuel station in Kuna, which was maybe two miles from my brother's house. Huh. So I left here at three thirty in the morning, and I got down to Kuna at like nine thirty that night. Yeah, so it's you're you're saving the points and then following the map to the points. Yeah, so once like I would okay. input, I'd pick a gas station where I wanted to fuel up, and so when I like when I go into Missoula, I'd hit that gas station, Google Maps, and say, "Okay, you're here," and then. It comes up to continue on your route and hit continue. And then off I would go to my next uh, waypoint drop point yeah. that I put in there. Okay. Yeah. I would drag the map where you on the, you can drag the click to change your route and drag it, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't add the points. You know, I wouldn't add that change as a point to go to. I would just change the route, you know, like we're still going point A to point B, but I want to take this road to get there. Oh yeah, see I had actually it put in the point. You. Yeah. Okay. See, I had it set at like certain gas stations and I tried to you know, pick the gas station in Missoula. Cuz once I'd made the whole route, you know, I was about 20 miles short of my 1000 miles, so then I picked a gas station on the far east side of Missoula and then I kind of played with it once I got down closer to Kuna. You know, I said it'd take me up over to Garden City and then loop around just to get a few more miles. So I was over a thousand. And it, yeah, it worked really well for me. Yeah. Yep. I see what you did. Yeah. Going through uh, Missoula, I just happened to see Grizzly Harley Davidson. So, like, shoot, you got to stop. Right. Stop so and get a picture. Yeah. Get a picture, get a poker chip and t shirt and check out the dealership. And it was a nice place to take a break because it was. Low hundreds, about 103, 105-ish, and figure shoot, I'll get in a nice air-conditioned building and have some bottle of water and get out of the heat for a few. Oh, dang. It was warm, and man, western Montana, and I'd never been over Lolo, and so many friends told me about it, and boy, they're not kidding. It's a beautiful ride. If you ever get over to Montana, I would, that one, I would recommend to anybody. It's freaking amazing, 200-plus miles of twists and turns along the river. Yeah, the the BMW rally this in uh, June of twenty one is supposed to be in Great Falls, which isn't that far west. But um, we we were going to spend an extra week there, twenty twenty. Well, they canceled the rally, of course, moved it to twenty one. But the plan was to spend an extra week there and ride through Glacier and ride up at, through some elevation. You know, curious how that old carbureted bike of mine is going to work, but it'll be fine. Yeah, actually, it's funny. You'd say Great Falls. That's where all my – I have a bunch of in-laws where they're all from is Great Falls, Montana. Oh, cool. Small world. Mm-hmm. So you thinking of trying to hit that one next year, go check it out? Oh, yeah. We do that one every year. That's a really good rally. The BMW guys, they do a ton of riding, of course. So they we, we do really well there. Yeah, because they have their own little group, the BMW owners group. Yeah, I think it's the BMW Motorcycles Owner Association, Motorcycle yeah. Owners Association of America or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's actually, a cool event. I've heard about it. My actually the funny thing, my insurance agent when I switched insurance companies, he rides a BMW and he was telling me about that group and let me know like as a Harley owner, if I was a member of Hog, because through Allstate they actually give you a discount on your insurance for being a member of motorcycle organizations. Are you a member? Yeah, I am now. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I signed up with Hog and, you know, gave me a little bit of savings on my motorcycle insurance. And I'd always thought about it, but it's like, shoot, for 
you know, the membership, I save more than what the membership costs my insurance. So I figured, shoot, why not? Yeah. And you run into some of those guys, you know, like, you know, you've noticed you go to these different places and shoot, you see other people with them, you know, whether you're on a Harley or you're a BMW guy or Goldwing and they all have their, their groups and their associations. And it's just an easy conversation starter. And God, you build friendships with these people and, it's a it's a fun way to meet people. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the coolest thing about this whole this whole industry, this whole job, you know, the whole business, everything. Everybody everybody becomes, you know, real good friends. We had, you know, a number of people stopping by the booth this year just to say hi. You know, they'd gotten their cushions in the past and stopped to say hi, let us know that everything was well and make sure everything is going well for us. It's it's, it's really kind of a neat deal. We don't you don't find that in many other industries. This is true. And I mean, it, obviously it, you know, speaks for your product too. If the people come back and whatnot, that, you know, you're obviously doing something right when they come to, you know, check on everything and come back to let you know and give you feedback on, on what you're doing and how it helps them. That's a win-win. It is. It is. And, you know, I kind of kicked myself after each one this weekend or this past week, cause it would be busy or whatever. And I forget to get a picture with them and be like, ah, forgot to get a picture, but that happens. We'll see them in the spring. <laughs> you guys do like, so you, some of these bigger rallies say Sturgis. Is that something you do every, yearly? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In, in Sturgis, we set up in two locations. Uh, there's a, we work with JMP cycles. Uh, we partnered up with them. That's been a great relationship since actually, since we launched the company in 2016. So we set up on their lot uh, in Sturgis and then at Black Hills, Harley Davidson, you know, the, I guess, you know, relationships from the past is what got me in there and on their lot. And we do really well there too. And, and they're super happy to have us. They always give us a good location and, and we work with the Black Hills Harley Davidson right there at exit 55. So you, are you fortunate enough to at least get to take your bike too and get to do some riding while you're there? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the first you know, we call it a two week deal. I'm usually there for 19 days. Um, we'll go out early. It's usually my wife and I will go out, we'll set up, we'll tear, you know, get everything prepped. We'll go riding for a day. And then, uh, the first weekend, they call it the pre-rally rollouts for all the locals that probably, you know, just the locals that ride and before the rush, before the mad rush of people get there, they have a kind of a slow rollout to the rally. And then we'll take a day and do some riding after that. And then it's game on for the rest of the rally. If we want to do any riding, it's on the way to or on the way home from the, the sites. So, you know, we're usually it's eight to eight working 12 hour days. So if we want to ride to Sturgis, typically we have to leave about six, six thirty in the morning. And which is the best riding, by the way, because it's nice, crisp, cool air bikes always run good they get that cool harley snap going up the hills um it's a great back road run to sturgis that's either an hour or an hour and a half long depending on which route you take and you get uh you get there you get all those roads almost to yourself because nobody else is up that early yeah everybody probably stayed up too late and enjoying their sleep <laughs> right right well, at least you get to do you know enjoy some riding and whatnot and I mean, of course it is, you know, business trip, but at least you get some of that personal time and get to enjoy some time on two wheels. Right. Yeah. So every chance we can, we, 
we'll get on a bike and ride this, like say, you know, these last few days we've been stuck with a broke down van. Um, I happen to have dad's road King in the back. We hauled that down to get some Reinhardt exhaust put on it and some new Metzler tires. We, uh, had that in the trailer and we're like, you know what, let's unload that thing and go for a ride. So we did, Callie and I took off. We went, we put on 180 miles maybe, um, through the mountains of North Georgia and Southern Tennessee. It was really, really pretty. Oh, I bet. I've, I said, I've, I spend a fair amount of time watching different YouTube videos and I enjoy reading, you know, there's certain motor motorcycle publications like rider magazine or Roadrunner Cause I enjoy reading the touring articles, seeing pictures and in areas of the country where I don't live. And it's really cool to see those areas and, you know, hope someday that, I can go visit them and ride some of these scenery that this country has. Cause I've seen a lot of it in publications and it, there's a lot of it. I would definitely want to see in person. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's unreal. And you know, I've always said, I've said for a number of years, people, they all want to go to, they want to leave the country to go see the sites. There's so much here to see and you don't have to hassle with the travel it's, or the passports. Why go anywhere? Yeah. Passports. I mean, you don't have to fly. You can just get on your bike and cruise or get in a car just go for a drive and see what's out there. The state I live in has, you know, the most amazing scenery. Some of the most amazing scenery that I've seen actually. Yeah. Pretty fortunate. We do have some beautiful areas up here in Washington too. The North Cascades. That's a gorgeous ride. You can go down White's Pass and go around Mount Rainier. It's another beautiful area. There's yeah. a lot of great scenery to be seen. You just got to get out and explore it. Absolutely. So you're saying you had your dad road king. Did your dad also ride or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dad rides. He's got a 13 CBO that he just picked up. Um, I think he got it pretty. He got a pretty smoking deal on it. It's really a good looking bike. Um, now it sounds good and handles. It handles really well. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, That's he awesome. rides. My brother rides. You know, we all grew up at the racetrack and at the motocross track. Um, all of us rode. Um now we all have Harleys and we still can all ride together. So it's really cool. That is cool. That's what, you know, talk to a few guys and, you know, that are enjoy it, that also, you know, get a ride with their dads. And, you know, like me, I, I do a fair amount of riding with my dad and it's some of the most fun, fun times I have is ride with my dad. Yeah. I wish I could do more of it. Uh, it's kind of, uh, it just needs to become a priority for, for 21. That's for sure. Is just, we need to, spend more time riding around together, spending the weekends, you know, playing this year. We didn't know, you know, with the whole COVID thing, you know, we didn't know when they were going to open us back up to work. So it was mad dash, get all your house projects, your yard projects, get everything done. And, you know, before we knew it, it was Sturgis time. And ever since then, it's been, you know, playing catch up for us at, at wild ass. Cause we just got annihilated. Our inventory was crushed there. Um, which is good other than we're just playing catch up. So now it's next year. We need to spend a little more time riding and enjoying life a little bit. Yeah. I know dad and I have a few ideas for some trips because my dad has a 2019 road glide. I yeah. got an 04, which actually my, my road glide is my dad's old road glide that he gifted to me last year for father's day. Perfect. Well, that was backwards. And so yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty freaking awesome. I will say. Yeah, no kidding. That's awesome. Yeah, deal. it was nice to get back on the road. My dad and both my boys have plans of they want to get their endorsement soon. You know, I mean, they've grown up on dirt bikes and 
know how to ride. It's just a matter of getting familiar with riding on the road because it's I mean, you're still riding a motorcycle, but it's a different terrain. That's, I think, the best way to put it. Yeah, it's definitely different. But, you know, if they grew up on dirt bikes, they got the fundamentals. They know how to find an escape route. They know what happens when the bike gets loose. They don't. They won't panic. I mean, that's the way to do it. I wish everybody had to spend a couple of years of riding in the dirt before they hit the street, actually. Yeah. It is a lot of fun, that's for sure. Yeah. So, since you're an old dirt bike guy, have you had the Road King loose and didn't realize it until you brought it back? Um, I've, I got mine a little, had some close calls hitting, you know, riding some of the mountain roads where you get into some of that gravel and you get the old, uh, ass pucker. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It, it's not fun when, when it happens on something that big and heavy. Yeah. I've, you know, I've had it happen, but you don't really notice it until it snaps back into place. Oh, Hey, I was a little bit loose there. I had one. <laughs> I was coming up kind of a, I wouldn't say it's a mountain pass, but it's a big, twisty hill coming up out of a river canyon and it had just kind of had a little bit of rain and they'd repainted the big arrows where the the two lanes is going to one yeah and i hit one of those freshly painted arrows coming into a corner and that thing slid about five feet and then grabbed the asphalt and then started going back straight the direction i wanted to go and man that one was a a hair-raising experience that's for sure get your attention oh man did it ever in a hurry (laughs) <laughs> but yeah it's you know part of riding you find you run in those scenarios and they stick in your mind for next time where you know that it, you get more aware of the road conditions i guess is the best way to put it and right take it easy in certain areas happen. yeah yeah that is very true but you know that's part of riding and the you learn it and you remember. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, you know, you have any plans, that, you know, any trips that you might think you want to take, you know, like I said, with you and your dad and your brother for next year? So we do. Um, I don't know if we'll pull it off next year, but the run for the wall, I'm sure you've heard of that. I have, yes. uh, it's, I don't know, I guess I don't know what the status is of that. They were pulling like I think last year 2019 was supposed to be the last year of it but we'll get the bikes down to Southern California Uh, I got a friend that lives there we'll put all of them in his garage and then we'll make that trip and then uh sorry got distracted I heard a big bang next to me so anyway the plan is we'll make that trip we'll run the southern route up to DC and then ride back home from there and is that Memorial Day weekend I think so I believe it is. Yeah. I can't remember what event is right around there, but you know, to do this ride with my dad and my brother, I would, I would just not do the event. We can, we can do events in the future, but you know, you never know when you're going to have these chances to ride with people you care about. That's very true. Absolutely. I completely agree with you there. Yeah. That's like, yeah, I have a, a plan here within the next year or two. I want to go cross country with my dad. And like you said, I'd like to do it sooner than later. Cause you just, you never know what life holds. Right. Right. I think that'd be fun, you know, crisscross United States and, you know, it'd be awesome to do about three weeks with my dad and hit some areas down in, in Tennessee. I'd like to do the smoky mountains, you know, experience the dragon once, but I'd like to get down to key West to the far, the farthest monument down there. And, you know, cause we're about as far 
is you can go in the Pacific Northwest. So it'd be cool to get that picture for memories down at down in Key West and yeah, crisscross the country and that, have a good time. The, I think is a geographic center in Kansas. I think I'm pretty close. Lower forty-eight, I think it is. So you'd have to get your picture there too, and then at mile zero. Yeah. Yeah, try to even maybe hit a little piece of Route 66 along the way. And, yeah, just enjoy ourselves and, and see a lot of the country that is there for us to explore. I know my dad's – he's rode down to Louisiana one year after he retired. He said him and his buddy, they were going to ride to Montana. He's like, I'll give you a call, you know, in a few days. And I hadn't heard from him in four or five days, and I called him. And, they, God, they were down on Bourbon Street in Louisiana, down New Orleans. <laughs> well, they got like, sidetracked. What? Yeah, so what happened to Montana? Yeah, we got bored, and he goes, hell, I'm retired now, and we decided to keep going. Like, Jesus. Yeah, why I not? Guess. Yeah, That's exactly. Do it. That's awesome. Yeah, when you can, if you've got the ability to do it, shoot, why not? Go enjoy it. Enjoy the life on two wheels. For sure. That's why we all work so hard. Yeah, work so hard to get those fun toys so we can enjoy it when the time comes and when we have the time, and and a little extra bit in your wallet. Yeah. Well, shoot, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks for wanting to do the episode and coming on. It's been fun. Yeah. I appreciate the call. Um, it was LM four that put us together, right? Yeah. Um, you guys talked about me on your show, which was cool. That was, uh, I, I didn't know it was a thing. Um, that yeah, guy, actually, you know, that's Leon, right? Leo, Leo. Yeah. He, uh, I, I don't know why I said Leon, Leo. Um, I never met that guy other than Instagram up until Sturgis and he's really a good dude. He, he, you know, that whole contest that we did on his Instagram page, that was all his idea to help me out. Uh, it, it was great. And the, the connections that I've made since Sturgis have been very high quality. You know, it's like these people that I, you know, I can be friends with. They're not, you know, just followers to see what we're doing. They're reaching out. We're, connecting staying connected we're meeting up with people at these events it's it's really cool and i owe a lot to a lot to him so yeah he was a lot of fun he needs to know that i am very grateful for him yeah we had a good time i mean not only on the podcast but then shoot we talked for a while afterwards on the phone you know we're you know talking about you and your seat cushion and you know like (laughs) he did he ended up doing another ride one cane a day when he went to sturgis for that to go up there yeah because I think, shoot, I think he's done eight of them now. He does one every year. Yep, I, I heard that on the show. Yeah, he is a pretty cool guy. It's one guy that, you know, hopefully our paths will cross here in the near future and sit down and have a few wobbly pops and enjoy some conversations. Right. Well, hopefully yours yours and mine cross as well. That'd be I cool. hope so. That'd be, that'd be cool to meet up and say hi and check you out at one of these shows. And like I said, I'm going to get on your – your guys' is wildass.com and my wild dash ass. Yeah, there we go. Don't wild dash ass.com yeah. or Instagram, the real wild ass. Yep. Yeah, do some uh, Christmas shopping. That's right. The uh, We are not responsible for Google searches of the words wild ass, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Cool. So we have relatives up in, in the Sammamish. Well, it's right out of Seattle there, right? We have some relatives up there, and we're going to try to get up there and see them. I got a good friend of mine lives in Portland. Try to get over there to see him, and if we make it that far, I'll be reaching out to you for sure. Yeah, do it. Yeah, my daughter lives right up by Sammamish also. She lives in Everett, so 
you know, I, my wife and I, we try to venture that way, you know, when we can also go visit her. So yeah, if you're ever in the area, shoot, definitely come over meet up and be a good time. Absolutely. Look forward to it. Yeah. Well, shoot. Thanks for, uh, like I said, thank you for coming on the conversations and, and talking. It's been fun. Yeah. I appreciate it. Like I said, thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. It's, it's very cool. And I look forward to a long continued relationship with you. Hey, likewise. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks buddy. Well, Hey, you guys enjoy the road, stay safe and we'll, uh, we'll be in touch. Sounds good. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Thank you all for tuning in. Hey, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the V-Twin Life. Hey, and then you guys heading over to CrashInClothing.com, placing your orders, want to get yourself some of that gear. If you input the promo code CRASH1, all uppercase letters, you'll save yourself a little bit of money and uh, get yourself some nice gear. So, hey, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for uh, supporting this channel. So, hey, y'all ride safe, have fun. Enjoy those miles of smiles.